Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors at First Family Church. Really glad you've joined us today. And I want to take some time to, again, bring some additional insights, some further observation to the text and the uh, theme from which we preached on Christmas Eve. You know, today's Tuesday, December 27th. And I still am and somewhat, maybe like you, in the Christmas spirit and reflecting and meditating on the goodness of our God and sending His Son, Jesus, to be the Savior of all who would believe. And so we are just really still meditating and reflecting on that. And I want to just revisit, if I can, um, the passage from which we preached on Christmas Eve. It was, of course, John chapter 1. We looked mainly at verse 4. But I know as we get down in the later parts of that chapter, the Word of God tells us so plainly and clearly and beautifully that the Word, which is Jesus, was made flesh and lived among us, or pitched His tent among us. The King James uses the word dwelled among us. In other words, Jesus became human and lived among us as one of us. This is known doctrinally as the Incarnation, and it is the centerpiece doctrine at Christmas. In fact, I've often humorously um, conversed with our congregation, even one year I sang it, but that I think Christmas is the most doctrinal time of the year. It's a a beautifully uh, deep uh, set of weeks in which we can focus on um, many doctrines for sure, but I think the core central one during Christmas is the doctrine of the Incarnation. And what I want to do in this episode of the Extra Point Podcast is to bring you five facts about the Incarnation that perhaps you may not be aware of or perhaps need reminded of with this prayer that these five facts about the Incarnation will, again, stir you and bring you to a place of remembrance concerning this doctrine and and help you experience more joy, hope, peace, and love during um, the final days of December. Fact number one, the Incarnation does not mean that Jesus was created. Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, Christ, the Son of God, is eternally existent with the Father and the Spirit, one God in three persons. So the Incarnation is not the creation of Christ or the creation of Jesus. He is eternally existent. Which leads us to fact number two, the Incarnation simply means that Jesus entered the human race. That's what incarnation means. It is the, uh, It comes from the Latin words in-fleshing. So it means that Jesus took on human flesh. So the eternally existent Christ became a man. That man was known as Jesus. That was the name given to him. And as the angel said, he would save his people from their sins. Now, keep in mind, uh, just because he was given the name Jesus at his birth does not mean that that's when Jesus came into being. He is the Messiah, the eternally existent Christ. And so a good word to use in describing and thinking about the incarnation, especially this fact number two, is the word addition. It was at the incarnation that the eternal Christ added a human dimension, or we could use the word the human nature to who he was already. Fact number three, the incarnation is the 
um, existence of two natures in one person. Again, I've asked you to think about the word addition as a good word to use when you think about the word incarnation, not the word creation. And so we think about fact number three, uh, the, the big word that refers to two natures in one person is the $10 word hypostatic union, um, and that's a, a corollary or a companion word to the incarnation. It describes Jesus Christ as the one person with two natures, both a human nature, 100%, and a divine nature, 100%. And this leads us to fact number four, that Christ's human nature was sinless and unfallen. So though he was 100% human, he did not have a sinful or fallen nature, and here's why. It's because of the virgin birth. I believe that this is why the virgin birth was necessary it's because in this way, Jesus was able to bypass the uh, seed of Adam or, the, or that which was passed through Adam. And in doing so, he was born of a woman fully human and yet without sin. And just to get more in the weeds here, and you may want to Google this, and or we can talk about it one Sunday or during the week. This is also why I believe in the impeccability of Christ, because he was born of a virgin and his Human nature was unfallen and without sin. And fact number five about the Incarnation, which I think is so intriguing and, um, and uh, joyful, is this, that Christ is still, now today, enfleshed. He is in a glorified body, of course. But even today, Jesus Christ in heaven um, has a body and flesh. So the Incarnation continues in that sense, um, that the eternally existent Christ with the Godhead, one God in three persons, who became Jesus when he entered the human race and added the human nature, is still um, uh, flesh and body, though glorified. And it's his glorified body that we will have one like when he comes again um, and um, catches away his church. And so the incarnation Yes, started at a point in time, and yet it now continues, and Jesus Christ exists today in heaven with a body. So five simple, and yet in some ways uh, pretty profound facts about the Incarnation to help you in this week, though it's post-Christmas and post-Advent, continue to meditate and dwell upon the beautiful doctrine of the Incarnation, and let's just squeeze the most we can out of this time and uh, this season to reflect upon and rejoice in the treasure of Jesus Christ.